The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Osage County, Oklahoma is getting a lot of attention right now. It's the setting of Martin Scorsese's latest film, Killers of the Flower Moon. The movie is based on a book about the 1920s Osage murders, when white men poured into Osage County and killed Osage people for their oil wealth. I'm Rachel Adams Hurd, the host of In Trust, a podcast from Bloomberg and iHeartMedia. For over a year, I was reporting a different story about other ways white people got Osage land and wealth and how a prominent ranching family in Osage County became one of the biggest landowners here. Their ranching empire was built on land that at the turn of the century was all owned by the Osage Nation. So how'd they get it? Listen to the award-winning podcast, In Trust, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, let's uh, get back to one of our top stories. It's about Tesla out with its third quarter revenue uh, uh, figures, and they fell shy of uh, analyst estimates. Let's get over to David Welch, uh, Bloomberg Detroit Bureau Chief. David, give us, first of all, an overview of what Tesla uh, did right and wrong and what the company was saying. Yeah, one thing they did right. So they they did beat on earnings per share at five. They they, they beat by a couple, about four pennies, five pennies. Not terrible. But what the market's reacting to in the last I looked, shares were down 4.5% in uh, aftermarket trading, is they missed on revenue and they also missed on vehicle sales volume. The reasons, they say, are uh, less to do with semiconductor chips and that sort of supply chain stuff and more to do with shipping. But investors still worry because they don't know when they're going to get all of those uh, supply chain and, and transportation issues fixed. And, you know, that could pretend uh, for uh, maybe you know, missing sales again in the fourth quarter. Elon Musk said that they're still going to be able to hit their target of boosting sales production by 50% this year. But they're going to have to have a really, a real knockout fourth quarter at the plant mm, level yeah. to be able to do that. They're going to have to build about 570,000 vehicles. So there's some doubt about that, and the shares are down. I think people are taking a cautious look. Let's take a closer look at China. It's it's understandable in some ways that, you know, we know what's happened in China this past year, and it's not likely to change overnight. But uh, would investors not give Tesla a little bit of a pass over that, or do they actually blame Tesla for so much exposure in China, given the way the country has moved? Um, I, I don't think the, the investors are going to blame Tesla for having exposure there. It's a good EV uh, market. It's huge. The government mandates it in some places that, that that's pretty much all you can buy, and they're a leader there. So they've got to be there. They've got to capitalize on the growth. The Chinese actually you know, really like that brand quite a bit. Uh, but there are going to be bumps here because of COVID, the way the government's handling it, and the economic issues that they're having in the market, and everyone's going to have to weather through that. Investors may take a wait-and-see attitude, and, and, and I think they are in the case of Tesla because the shares are down 35, 37%, which is a bigger drop than the S&P has seen. So, you know, clearly Tesla's taking lumps not only because of their exposure in China on a sales basis, but I think their shares are exposed to it as well. And, uh, you know, what once was a high-flying growth stock that was immune to all of these different global economic uh, inputs is uh, now kind of suffering along with everybody else. 
Yeah, but given that and given what's happened, uh, what is the company saying about its targets? Elon Musk is saying they can still hit their, their uh, target uh, for the year. But, but again, that, that requires a great fourth quarter. It's possible. There's often a lot of pent-up demand. A lot of times there are vehicles that are built but not completely finished because maybe it's chips or there are things that just need to uh, get shipped out or shipped in, and you can, you can finish things quickly. Living here in the Detroit area, we don't have Tesla production, but I, I can tell you there are lots filled with GM and Ford vehicles, a sea of nearly finished trucks that are just waiting for some semiconductor or some module. And, and, and so sometimes production can be made up very quickly if it's just a supply yeah. chain issue, but they're really going to have to knock it out of the park. Of the well, like you said, 570,000 uh, in, in a quarter of the time, that's a third, that's more than a third of what the yearly target is. So it won't be easy. Uh, but uh, again, seasonally good period. Uh, but the competition is coming for you. Um, are they not there yet? Uh, look, this has been something that, that analysts and investors have been watching for for quite a while with Tesla. And, and I think when people question why didn't Tesla hit their, their sales targets, I don't think it's the case in the third quarter they missed their sales targets because competition is here. Although, look, Ford, others are... are, are and the Korean automakers are starting to sell more electric vehicles. But that does kind of hang over the stock. I think the market's looking for that moment when all the other car makers, the legacy car makers, as we call them, Mercedes, BMW, General Motors, Ford, Volkswagen, Hyundai, Kia, start to sell a lot of electric vehicles and cut into the market share of Tesla. And they will, and they're, because they're all going to be selling expensive vehicles. And I think, look, some of those other car companies may be better positioned to capitalize on growth in the mass market than Tesla, because Tesla's vehicles are all expensive. You're going to see uh, Korean EVs, and you're going to see Ford and GM EVs that sell for 45000 or less. In the case of General Motors, you're going to see some selling as low as 30000 and Tesla doesn't have anything like that. Their vehicles are selling for fifty, sixty, hundred thousand. 100000 So, yeah. as we see the market go to EVs, I, I think others are better positioned to capitalize on mass market growth. Yeah, I've been joking that, you know, investors are selling the dream. Tesla's down almost 50% uh, in the past year. Um, selling the dream, buying, you know, more sort of stodgy, old-fashioned, old American companies maybe. After hours, down 5.4% today. Um, so definitely uh, a story that investors are not all that comfortable with these earnings. David Welch has been with us, Bloomberg Detroit Bureau Chief. Osage County, Oklahoma is getting a lot of attention right now. It's the setting of Martin Scorsese's latest film, Killers of the Flower Moon. The movie's based on a book about the 1920s Osage murders, when white men poured into Osage County and killed Osage people for their oil wealth. I'm Rachel Adams Heard, the host of In Trust, a podcast from Bloomberg and iHeartMedia. For over a year, I was reporting a different story about other ways white people got Osage land and wealth and how a prominent ranching family in Osage County became one of the biggest landowners here. Their ranching empire was built on land that at the turn of the century was all owned by the Osage Nation. So how'd they get it? Listen to the award-winning podcast, In Trust, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.